Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. No. Jackson immediately puts his head hands. No. Dude is not a not happy. Oh, but no. that's funny because he hasn't even seen the movie. So I saw Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny this mm-hmm. week, and I want to talk about it. Um. Every time I bring this movie up, Jackson gets really pissed at me. I get I get semi pissed. It's so semi pissed off. So I watched all of the Indiana Jones movies like last week, um, in prep for Dial of Destiny, and my takes were all over the place. Uh, Last Crusade is my favorite. Temple of Doom is my least favorite. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is a three and a half star movie. You know we're we're vibing with these incredible takes on this franchise. That's why no one should ever let me watch franchises. Yeah, bro, that's Crystal Skull a half star below Last Crusade. Yeah, Last Crusade's a four star movie, and it's my favorite. Um, But I I give Dial of Destiny three and a half stars because it's really fucking fun. And Jackson can't seem to understand that these movies are fun. And if a movie in this franchise is fun, that's enough for me. Wait, wait, wait. Most importantly here, Jackson, what would you give uh, the Dial of Destiny out of out of five? That's what I thought. From what I've heard? From what I've heard? Not no, from what you no, heard, what would you, you haven't seen the movie. Yeah, no, no. What I haven't seen it yet. From what would I give it right now? Yeah. Uh, probably a two. <laughs> All right. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> that... Okay, but seriously, what I've heard, I think that's like the dumbest script ever that's the point i think that's the stupidest thing ever that's the point and it's dumb that devi- that deviates from what i think indiana jones is yes it's fun but i also think it's supposed to be kind of cool jackson it is doing cool. his, jackson's doing a star wars purist thing again where it's like uh, that's uh, actually not what luke skywalker would do so um, oh, i just boy. don't even like those movies last jedi last jedi not very good Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. Uh, I'll throw that's that out just here. False. Just to make that's one of them. just false. More, that's uh, just false. <laughs> more heated. But um, Empire Strikes Back is the best, and it's not close. It's not close. True. Yeah, Last Jedi is the best, and it's not close. No. <laughs> okay. Okay, we gotta move past this. We gotta move past this. Dial Destiny is really fun. Go see it in theaters. Uh, just go see anything in theaters. Support theaters. Um. It's been a while since we recorded, uh, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly like. Do we want a lightning round through what we watched, or do we want to just kind of select them? What do y'all think? I can select about four. Okay. That are um, really things I want to hit on a little bit. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so to start it off, um, like right after we recorded the last episode. The next day, I think I watched another Birdman, which was Persona, and I think I recommended that, right? 
You asked yes, me for something to watch, and I, I was like, Persona. Yeah. I asked for a Jackson 5-star that was more similar to The Lighthouse than anything else. That's more similar and, to The Lighthouse? Yeah, he asked me for that, something similar to The Lighthouse, and my mind was like, there is nothing similar to The Lighthouse, and the closest mm-hmm. I can get is Persona, because... I feel like, yeah. I, uh, Eraserhead gets pretty close. Eraserhead, yeah. And but I didn't want to rewatch... So. Yeah, I didn't want to rewatch it. Yeah. Um, Persona was something. I didn't <laughs> yeah. really get it very much. Um, I could tell that it was a really great, like a well-made film, and it's got a ton of subtext there. Um, but I, I just didn't really like it that much. Um, to be honest, of the four Bergman films I've seen, it's it might be my least favorite. Which four have you seen? I'm blanking. Um, from four to one, it's Persona, Wild Strawberries, uh, Hour of the Wolf, and The Seventh Seal. Okay. I think I've seen four as well, but I've seen like a completely different four. Yeah. We've... I think I've seen like Winter Light and mm-hmm. another one. I don't even remember. But we watched Wild Strawberries together, and that was that was a good time. I've seen yeah. The Seventh Seal. Yeah. And you don't like and... that movie, do you? doesn't like the seventh seal i don't know it's just i'm not smart yeah that's what i wrote in my review about persona i quoted you joey yeah yeah i get quoted on occasion yeah (laughs) persona i love persona i watched earlier this year and gave it three and a half stars and i i think i raised it to four since and i'm yeah i'm gonna watch it again and raise like give it like five stars like i i think about it daily it's so good after that ne- the next day um i decided i was going to watch another ozu so i watched uh one of his silent films uh i was born but and it's kind of like so good morning which i absolutely love another ozu film is l- it was ozu loosely adapting his own silent film um into a color with sound film or mm. color film with sound and um it was okay i think um it's kind of what got me on thinking like maybe i don't really like silent film that much um i don't know maybe it was this maybe it's a style or something we'll talk more about silent film mm-hmm. later though um but i enjoyed it uh it didn't hit as hard as any of the other ozus i've seen but it was worth my time. Um, I also watched Tar the day after that, yes. and Tar is phenomenal. Fuck and yes! I'd, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'd I'd love to turn it into an episode at some point because there's so much there to talk about. Tar will happen. We are going to make Tar, that yeah. happen. It's such a dense yeah. movie that would take forever to talk about. Uh, we I will. Mean, we'll do sure. like a, yeah. a marathon, like six hour podcast on Tar. Yeah. <laughs> we break it apart like second by second. Second yeah. by second. And then after that, I watched some small, like some just kind of nest, a couple of films that have been on my watch list forever. But I also watched another Carpenter, knocked another one off the list because The Fog entered streaming. On, Finally. It's been like off streaming for a while, right? It's been off streaming for so long. And it yeah. finally came back on streaming on 
my thing would load. You Prime watched video. it on July fourth. Right? I did watch it on July fourth. Yeah, late July fourth. You like double oh, featured it with Independence Day. Day. Independence. Yeah, it was my first time watching Independence Day, and then I double featured it with The Fog. Which, with all the subtext in The Fog, it was it ended up being a very interesting July fourth watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know how Josh knows a little bit how Carpenter is. He's very um, anti-American. <laughs> I wouldn't say. He's he's anti-establishment is my kind of what I'm yeah. getting at there, which makes it an interesting bit, yeah. July Fourth watch. Mm-hmm. Very much so, and I got yeah. it kind of like maybe thirty minutes in, um, and the reason I got it so late is because the opening to the fog is it felt different than any other opening because usually he starts out with like a signature score that he's composed right. And it's always good because he composes like the best scores ever to um, grace your ears, pretty much. Um, but it doesn't open with score. It just goes kind of straight into different clips of people around this, uh, I think it was a, I want to say Californian coastal town. Pretty sure that's um, where it takes place, right? And... It wasn't a score in the background, but you have a radio show, a local radio show playing in the background and songs being played on there for like the first 10 to 15 minutes. And it perfectly sets the stage. And, oof, man, the fog was, it, it was really great. Um, it looks really cool. It's so cool. Um, I think I put it at, I think it's four out of 10 in my Carpenter ranking. It was, no, maybe five. It might be five. I think I put mm-hmm. it below. Yeah, because it's right below They Live, which is also great. They Live is awesome. <laughs> they Live is great. Um, they Live would be a great July 4th watch as well. They Live would also be an interesting... There's yeah. like seven, seven of the 10 I've seen from Carpenter would be interesting July 4th watches. This is that um, anti-establishment vibe. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. And it's really interesting. Yeah, it gets, it gets me thinking because me, like I've grown up in America. I'm very American, you know. Um, I, I got pride in my country, you know. Sure. But like, it was interesting watching something so very different. Because mm-hmm. you, you know you got to watch stuff that kind of challenges your ideas, gets you thinking sometimes. Sure. Because mm-hmm. if you're not doing that, are you really trying to explore film? <laughs> Look, as someone who is pretty anti-american and also very anti-establishment um i agree with everything i've seen from john carpenter mm-hmm. i don't think it's particularly challenging me but i enjoy yeah. it a lot yeah i guess by, me challenging it's... myself is something like god's not dead so like jack reacher. i don't want to watch that <laughs> like jack reacher like jack reacher jack reacher was a challenge yeah mm. yeah it's just so interesting watching Carpenter for me because so many of his ideas and his ideals differ from mine, mm-hmm. but he makes such good films and it they're always they always have deeper meaning, however his, basic they might seem. Yeah. His subtext is is great. I, I think they're really interesting movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the last one I want to talk about, I can talk about when y'all are ready to. Okay. We can go ahead and go for it, just to kind of tie us in. You want to go? We'll for go it? for that, and then we'll go into what Joey watched too. Mm-hmm. All but right. We all uh, 
the three of us plus friend of the pod Sutherland, who friend is going to get pod. shout outs on every single episode. I think yeah. um, we got a we got together at his place and uh, we all watched Jackson. We so we do we do yeah. movie nights every once in a while um, between the four of us, we, and we kind of rotate yeah. who gets to pick. And it was Jackson's pick. Mm-hmm. And so I had been thinking about like what I was going to pick. Sean was like, "Yo, you gotta pick something good." We we ended on Cure before the month long break, which was phenomenal. Yeah, my my pick. We did you gotta, yeah, Joe. Although we pick, ended yeah. on my pick. No, we ended did on we? Cure. Yeah. No, we ended on EO. No, we, we did end on. EO. I picked yeah. I picked EO, and that was a crazy good ending. That's we did that, end on I, EO. Future episode was, EO. Ended, <laughs> That's all. We ended on. Yeah, so we ended on Cure, then EO. Two bangers. Uh, yeah. And then we got the month-long break. Month and a half, I think. It was like a month and a half, yeah. And y'all like, y'all like, you gotta pick something good. And I was like, I don't even know what I'm gonna pick. And I talked to maybe both of y'all about it a little bit. And I mentioned um, Dryer. That's how you pronounce it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. I mentioned him, and I was like, what if I did like a Passion of Joan of Arc or Orday? That's how you pronounce Orday. Orday? Orday, or Ordet, one of them. I don't know. One or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think it means the word. Yeah, it does. Pretty sure. Um, yeah. And so I was like, okay. And I thought on it for like a month. And that's why part of the reason why I watched a silent Ozu film the week before. Because I was like, I want to watch another silent film to see kind of where I sit and I didn't love the silent film and I almost switched to a different film I almost uh, can't remember what it was um, but I almost switched to something else and I decided you know what no I follow four people three of them are at four and a half and one of them's at a five and they're completely different movie watchers I'm picking this movie mm-hmm. and so I picked it and um we, personally yeah we yeah, all, all yeah. <laughs> we all loved passion of joan of yeah. arc we all watched it yeah. together mm-hmm. and it was it's interesting i think you guys liked it more than i did but yes. it was great it was really mm-hmm. great i had a bit of a struggle after watching uh joan of arc and the struggle was just is it a four and a half or is it a five and that's my favorite mm-hmm. thing to struggle with ended up giving it's, it yeah. a five it's a uh, great problem to have yeah yeah Oh, wait, wait. Can we also talk about how funny Jackson's, like, uh, announcement was? He did it over text, and he hyped it up, and then left the chat, and then went back to it. It was so funny. Because I had to go go take a screenshot of the... uh, The reviews. um, (laughs) The reviews without actually revealing the movie yet. He had to go edit it and everything. Yeah, it's it's only possible to get all of us in the chat for like thirty seconds at a time because yeah. we're all running all over the place at any given time. He gets us all in the chat and then leaves. Yeah, it was it's so, so funny. funny. I was cracking up so hard. Yeah, Passion of Joan of Arc was really really great. I'm I'm glad you picked it. Mm-hmm. I I thought it was a great way for us to kind of get back into it. it. Um, I am so happy I picked it. And it's um, uh. It's going to be an interesting lead into our next movie night with the four of us where uh, I guess I can go ahead and announce 
uh, our next episode will be, which we're going to all go see in theaters together. Uh, we're all gonna, Our next episode is Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, part one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. we're, we're all hyped for it. Uh, back-to-back Christopher McQuarrie films. Yeah. Um, I think Tom as Cruise, we're obviously. recording this, yeah, and Tom Cruise month. Um, I think as we're recording this, it's having its New York premiere. Um, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, this is it's a it's big. Um, we're hyped for it. So that's next week. Um, and I'm still at the end of this episode. I'm gonna announce my pick as well. So you'll know the next two episodes. But um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We go to move into Joey's or uh huh. We can if we want. Go on. So. I, uh, all thanks to Josh, was uh, going through, you know, streaming services and was trying to find one that I hadn't looked at in a little bit and clicked on Showtime. Josh gave me his Showtime, so that's why I said thanks to Josh. But I was going through there. I found um, some movies that I was like, hey, you know, mom, do you want to watch either of these? Because I was back home and I wanted to pick something that she wanted to watch as well. And we were like, uh, you know, this is kind of boring. Or she was like, this is kind of boring. I don't really think movies are that boring that much. <laughs> but then I scrolled down one like more row on accident and saw the Fablemans. And like we both were just like, oh my goodness, yeah. So I watched the Fablemans and it had it made me emotional in a way that like oh, i don't want to say no other movie has but it was such a unique emotion because i was getting so so many like different emotions like happy sad um angry and all that and it all related to the making of movies and like everything was just so me and i felt like even though it was a movie about Spielberg, I was like, I can, I can find some stuff of, that I kind of feel in my life right now. And it was just so flipping good. And then towards the end, my favorite part of the movie, um, <laughs> you just get to see David Lynch playing this person who is so not David Lynch. Playing John Ford. Yeah. And then um, he Spielberg's character uh, just walks outside uh, after he's been told to like not make a basic shot with the um, thing in the middle, the horizon, the horizon in the middle. Um, and then does the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Not even kidding. It was so cute. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I've you're talking about the final shot, right? Yeah. Just kind of what they do. Yeah. If you've seen yes. the movie, you know. I mean, it's... Yeah. I, I love that final shot so much. I love it. It's so Golly. Good. It's... I mean, it happened, and then I just immediately, like, had to choke back my tears. And it's not even, like, a little emotional thing. But, like, it just hit so hard, and I don't know why. Anyways, I love that movie. But then, the next night, one of the movies that I had scrolled across and said you know do you want to watch this was the king of comedy and me and my mom sat down to watch another movie uh and it was the king of comedy and uh not to not to 
get any fire down from the audience on my mom or anything. But right after the King of Comedy was done, I looked over at her, just stared her down and said, I've got a question for you. What's better, the Joker or the King of Comedy? And she said, the Joker. And I almost cried. But anyways, um, the King of Comedy is such a like compact portrayal of oh no i don't want to spoil that one at all it is a masterwork of scorsese and de niro that's all i'll say they work better than i've seen any two people like director and actor work in any other movie they are just on the same page for the entire runtime and they kill it and then i guess the last one that i'll talk about is one of my theater watches and it's Joyride, which me and Josh and friend of the pod Sutherland watch together. And it's uh, it's not one that I'm as high on as those other movies, obviously. But, which the other two I gave four and a halfs. And Joyride I gave a three. But it's a really good movie. It's very funny at some point. It gets a little too over the top in its uh, sexual comedy for me personally. But it, um, it packs a great punch towards the end of the movie and has a scene that will just steal the entire runtime. And that made it worth it. It's still a very good movie. Um, yeah, I love Joyride. I, like, I loved it a lot more. Put that fucking picture Jackson, away, Jackson. <laughs> Jackson's showing us pictures of dogs trying to distract us. Videos um, of dogs. Why the is on Instagram Reels right now? Put it Jackson. away. Jackson. Just let me talk about the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I love Joyride. Um, out of the three of us, I, I loved it the most, for sure. Um <laughs> It very much was my style of comedy. I, I said afterwards, I was like, this is my super bad. Um, it's like, because I, I think super bad's fine. It's okay. This is way funnier than super bad to me. And super bad. not as. You can't. What? what you can't use? beat the McLovin joke. McLovin, McLovin joke's is good, joke but like, ever. there are jokes in it's this that are a lot better ever. than that. Can't be. I, impossible. 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 I will always prefer a like a female-led comedy like this over the uh, teen boy crude humor of Superbad, which is just not sexist. for me. Yeah, it's sexist. I'm sexist toward men. I think you could have picked up on this by now after our Chicago episode. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Wait. To, to be fair, the humor in Joyride is also incredibly crude. So this is Yeah, just... but like it's I oh. prefer it because it's women delivering the jokes and I feel like I pref- I much prefer that over Superbad being a bunch of being Jonah Hill. Who is Pink Jonah Hill. I don't really like Jonah Hill, so yeah. Love Michael Sarah though. Um Joyride was oh. great. Um also great non-binary representation in it that made me smile so that was all that's always good to see um do we have time for me to get into what i watched we are very quickly getting toward 
the 30 minute mark. So I'm going to kind of lightning round through what I watched. Um, I rewatched Back to the Future for the first time since I was like 10 and I really liked it. I want to watch the sequels. I've never seen them. Um, I watched The 400 Blows. I've been watching a bunch of French New Wave movies. 400 Blows is awesome. It was my first Truffaut and it was great. Loved it. Would you, would you um, give the 400 blows? Four stars. We gotta stop on that one. Oh, okay. Because I really stars. wanna watch that. Yeah, All stop right. me. If you want me to stop on something, stop me. Because I yep. will keep going. Uh, <laughs> 400 blows is great. You guys would both love it. Um, I, Joey, I'd be shocked if you're below four and a half. Um, Sick. I watched Nimona, which is a new Netflix animated movie. I loved it. I had a horrible yeah. viewing experience with this movie. You can kind of infer from reading my review. Terrible, terrible, terrible experience. Great, great, great movie. Go support this movie. Um, in Some of the best queer representation I've ever seen in a children's movie. Um, probably the best. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to rewatch this movie in a better environment and probably bump it up from four stars to four and a half stars i loved it it's one of the best of the year so far um i watched the general the buster keaton movie and thought it was fine uh didn't do too much for me i prefer my silent films to say something despite the silence uh i love modern times that was a good line passion of joan of arc um so um I watched The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Again, rewatched it. Uh, watched Sorry. it for 70mm this week. Uh, great movie. Jonathan Majors makes me uncomfortable, but great movie. Um, I watched Ali, Fear Eats the Soul. I didn't know what this movie was. It's not what the title makes you think. It's a German melodrama about race relations, and it's really good. Um, I watched Alfred Hitchcock's Rope which was my fifth Hitchcock, and I loved it. It's very gay. It's probably the gayest movie you're going to get out of the 40s. I saw um, your review on that, and I was just like, oh my goodness. It's awesome. Like, it's I've awesome. got to watch this to know what you're talking about. It's great. Uh, he does like one-take gimmicks throughout, and it's one of the least distracting versions of that. I, I find that to be pretty distracting sometimes. Um, the only things to do it really well i think are birdman and the bear funnily enough um other i mean i think 1917 is fine and i can't think of another one off the top of my head that does it if you're, um, if you're just going off of like single one takes like the the one take at the beginning of boogie nights is incredible oh well yeah i mean that's but great one take the, the good fellows wanner is really good I, yeah. I think oneers are fine in mm-hmm. context, but I think when you make your whole movie a oneer, it's annoying. Rope yeah. ma- it makes it feel more theatrical and more literally like a stage play, and that helps the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's great. It's a classic for a reason. Um, okay, I'm gonna get shit for this, but fuck it. Um, I watched three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, and I fucking hated uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Boo. Heavy, um, heavy boo. sigh. I knew I was going to get that reaction. Yeah. You guys immediately reacted uh, like that when you saw the log drop oh like a week ago. It. 
I expected guys. it to be low. I didn't expect it to be half of what we have it at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys both have this at five stars. Yeah. And yeah. this is like right outside of my favorite movies ever. This is almost one of my favorite movies ever. I was watching it and I was trying to look for that. Mm. And I couldn't find it anywhere. I just like, I didn't, I didn't like it. I, I mean, I, so I was talking to a friend of mine who has this in their top four. Um, and they were like, there's usually with people who like and don't like the movie. It's do you like, or don't like Sam Rockwell in the movie? If you like him, you're going to love the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. If you don't like him in this movie, you are not going to like the movie. Yeah. I think Sam Rockwell's performance in this is one of the worst performances to ever win an Oscar. I think he is horrid in this movie. And And I completely understand why you guys love him. I don't. Mm. I, I just think he fits that character so well. I think he does too. I just I don't know. I, I don't really I don't know. Great. I don't know. The, it's it's weird. I don't know. It's my least favorite McDonough by a long mar- like a wide margin. Wide 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 margin. It's my favorite um, McDonough by a wide margin. Yeah, and I'm like it's That's it's crazy. Banshees for me and it's like nothing's yeah. going to beat Banshees. But it's my favorite by a slim margin yeah. until I rewatch In Bruges. Yeah. In Bruges is great. Um um i like i I don't know if i come out of a movie and my immediate thought is like comparing it to the whale that's not good like that was my first reaction was this feels like the whale and there are very few movies that i hate more than the whale like i i hate that movie too so which, I mean, I'm kind of just stuck here. It's I did not like this movie at all. It's kind of funny because me and Jackson both like the whale. Yeah, kind of. Jackson's a little more mixed like on it. The whale. I think it's. Uh, I think Jackson's more mixed because I've talked to him about the whale so much. I yeah. think I I deadened him on that. Well, it's that, and then just all of the. It's one of those. It's maximalist Aronofsky. It's it's also like religious movie that doesn't hit me in the right way. Yeah, sometimes. wait, it's a religious movie that just shoehorns and we're not getting into the whale. We're not getting wait, wait, into wait, the wait, whale. Wait, wait, what did you give the whale, Jackson or me? Uh, I initially Jackson. gave it a, I initially gave it a four, but I bumped it down to a three and a half. Okay, all right, that's what I, I gave it a think four I have on the whale review, and then stars. I bumped it down. Yeah, I have the whale. Yeah, four or four and a half yeah yeah that's one of you them. get it at 4.5 yeah. i think really really like that movie yeah um the whale is my favorite comedy from 2022 jesus christ <laughs> okay um moving on um, that's a crime yeah i did not like three billboards uh moving on uh i got to see jaws in a theater that was that's fucking fire. dope that was so cool. That's it was fire. a sold out theater. Uh, we we don't live in like New York, LA. Like we don't get yeah. sold out theaters. Um, I drove an hour to a theater to see this because, again, we don't get to see 
classic movies in theaters really at all they don't we have two amcs um yeah so i drove an hour uh to see this and my audience was eating it up there we were screaming and laughing and having a great time um there's a jump scare in the middle of this movie that i so i hadn't seen this movie since i was like 10 um there's a jump scare in the middle that scarred me as a kid and i knew it was coming and it got me again the uh, woman next to me was probably around 60 65 years old and she told me before the movie started that she had seen this like she had seen this movie since it came out she had been watching it constantly she screamed at the top of her lungs when that jump scare happened like it was a blast it was so cool um we were throwing beach balls in the air at the beginning of the movie um, no it was it was a great time um God, i wish i could have been there yeah it was it was a Wild. great time um, I watched Moulin Rouge. Finally liked a Baz Luhrmann. I Impossible. finally liked one. Impossible. And nah, I hate Great Gatsby. Solid. I like, hesitantly like Elvis. L. And I L. fucking loved Moulin Rouge. Loved every second of it outside of the first 10 minutes, which are a little too much. And then I got on the movie's wavelength, and it was one of the greatest musical experiences of my life. Um, this should have been Nicole Kidman's Oscar. Ewan McGregor should have an Oscar for this. This should have won, like, every single fucking category that year. Um, Baz Luhrmann should have an Oscar for directing this movie. So, oh, kind of a pity he didn't. Oh my god, what? Because the winner that year was Ron Howard. Ron Howard. For what? Beautiful Mind. Which is a fine movie that is directed fine. Yeah, it it is directed okay. Yeah, but Baz Luhrmann's direction of Moulin Rouge is incredible. Moulin Rouge is great, but I don't care. Never give Balls Luhrmann an Oscar. Balls Luhrmann deserves to be blacklisted from the... No, he doesn't. He's Lerman needs doing to be something interesting jail. that no other director, director jail. will do. If Balls Lerman never made a movie again, the world would be a better place. Can you stop That's calling so him true. Balls Lerman? So true. I'm sorry, I'll call you him Balls like Lerman. You're like eight years old. <laughs> you just said Balls Lerman again. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Fist bump. <laughs> Boom. Um, last thing I watched, like yesterday yeah today's the 10th so yesterday uh i watched broadcast news and Mm. five starred that thing immediately uh i i said in my review i feel like i've been watching like every week i'm watching a new movie that's hitting me and it's like this is one of the best movies i've ever seen i feel like i'm getting that all the time i mean i it's past lives and it's spider-verse and it's broadcast news is that for me and it's but i'm a cheerleader and fuck it moulin rouge um it's like these are movies that feel like they are pushing the medium of film broadcast news isn't pushing film it's just kind of perfect but also like by doing that i feel like it pushes the rom-com in quotation marks i don't know if it's really a rom-com but like it gave me that vibe to like new heights broadcast news kind of perfect um holly hunter is adorable and i will watch her in anything i like i think i have a crush on holly hunter um so yeah 
There's that. Go watch Broadcast News. I rented it from the library, so support your local library. I'm going to keep saying that because it's fun Heck to say yeah. support your local library. And also, I love our library. So, it's great. All right. Let's get into it. Our feature presentation. Feature presentation. The best, the best film ever made. Uh, one of them. Um, one of the movies <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, okay. Christopher McQuarrie's Jack Reacher from 2012. Um, I thought this was his directorial debut. It's not. Um, but interesting. Interesting movie. Uh, Joey, do you want to you bring us in describe what this movie is? Uh, yes. Preferably synopsis. in less than nine minutes this time. Ah, uh, boo. Yeah, <laughs> as funny as that was last episode. <laughs> I'll do it in we, eight minutes and ten seconds. We ran out of music for you to talk over. Yes. I realized that when I was watching it. I was like, it oh was my gosh. It's so funny. I was going to edit another it's track me. in there, and then I was just like, uh, I, <laughs> no, it's funnier. It's it, just, yeah, it worked out better. Such a, such a, okay, bring us on. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we start off with this. Uh, so there was this serial killer, right? So there's this guy at the top of a building, and he decides, you know what? I don't like these people, and I'm gonna shoot them. So he shoots these people after looking at them for a little bit, and he shoots five of them. And actually, one of them is a girl, a young girl of about, like, five years old. And he didn't shoot the kid, does he? Yeah. No, she didn't die. No, she, she didn't die. Nuh-uh. Did I watch a different movie from you? Nuh-uh, she didn't die. I don't she think died. the kid died. Cause, I don't cause, think the kid no, dies. Because five of them died, and one of them wasn't the kid. She died. Okay. You're lying. She died from... She died from the force of the impact. <laughs> oh, okay, keep going. Keep going. She's an girl. egg. Any stupid egg. Ass. So, what happens next? <laughs> Tom Cruise shows up. Oh, yeah. David so, Oyelowo shows up. The entire so, rest of this fucking cast shows up. Wait, wait, wait. Captain We'll get into Uber. it. Yeah. So, then, we, uh, we capture the guy in the first like little bit we capture the guy who killed everyone and he says they're 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 intimidating him in the cop room uh where all the cops are and they say hey sign this and he goes all right give me that pen and then he signs the piece of paper but he doesn't and it says get me jack reacher (laughs) and jack reacher and they say the famous line of who the hell is Jack Reacher? And then they I like, say I like again, the part where they saw that piece of paper and they said, Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's Jack Reacher. So then, so true. Cut to, uh, cut to another room where they say, uh, well, Jack Reacher's never gonna show up ever. And then Tom Cruise walks in and he goes, <laughs> I'm Jack Reacher. And they go, holy shit, it's Jack Reacher. And, and then they pause for applause, don't they? They do. Yeah, yeah they, they do. do. They do. And then, no, they actually add a laughing track or something. But <laughs> then, <laughs> then uh, Tom Cruise goes, I came here to make sure he died. No, Tom Cruise uh, sees 
the love of his life, uh, Rosamund Pike, and so real for that. And you know, uh, marries her on the spot, but <laughs> so real for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he goes. Uh, he goes. Uh, uh, aren't you like the DA's uh, daughter? And she goes, yes, but I don't like politics. And then he goes, oh, don't care. Didn't ask. And then he gets on a bus after he, after she asks him to help. And he goes, you know what? She actually, I like her a lot. So he gets off the bus and <laughs> then he stands in front of the car. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and... And then he goes, I'm going to I'm gonna help you a little bit if you go and uh, put your life on the line to talk to the, um, the victims' families. So she goes and talks to the victims' families. And then the, uh, um, the father of one of the people uh, decides, I don't like you that much. And you're supporting the guy who killed my um, daughter. So I'm going to shoot you and he pulls out a gun but he doesn't like actually shoot her and then she runs away after he threatens her and then when she gets in her car i forgot to mention richard jenkins is her father and he goes hey what are you doing here and she says tom cruise sent me and then he says you shouldn't be doing that or something and then she drives away because she doesn't like him and she thinks that he's the devil so and true and then something else happens. Continue That's kind of the whole movie. No, I don't. No, something it else it happens. It keeps going. Yeah. It keeps oh. going. We see Captain Boomerang. No, no, no. <laughs> Try Courtney. <laughs> Try Courtney. Stop. Stop. So, anyways, then we uh, we get um, the big bad, the bad people, um, and... Werner Herzog shows up and he says, "Can you say that again?" Werner Herzog shows up. Werner Herzog. Werner Warthog shows up and goes like a warthog, like one of those. Anyways, he says, "Cut off all your fucking fingers," and the guy says, "I don't want to." And then he no, shoots. No, he doesn't him. say cut them off. He says he bite them off. Eat your fingers. No, he does. He, says, he does say eat your fingers. And he says, I don't like the taste of these. He says. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shoots him. And that's like, wow, that guy really means business. And then, um, yes. Yeah. No. We get more Captain Boomerang. And I say, man, I hope he fucking dies horribly. No, 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 no. I remember what happens next. I remember what happens next. So they uh, they go into a bar. Tom Cruise does. And he is a pedophile mm-hmm. for a second. Mm-hmm. But then he's not. And then the girl says, uh, you know, this guy's trying to do something. And then the really tall guy who looks like he should play someone in the Twilight series uh, says, come fight oh me outside. God. Yeah, come fight me outside with five of my people because I'm not going to fight you one-on-one. And Tom Cruise says, you're a funeral. And then they go out and they fight and Tom Cruise <laughs> throws everybody across the street. But then the cops show up. And then the cops say, hey, we're taking you in. And then they take him in. And then they don't have anything on him. So he gets to leave. And then he remembers the serial number. And then he um, goes to... Um, 
Rosamund Pike's uh, <laughs> office and says, hey, I, I'm going to be honest, I cannot remember the order of all of these events. They're all bleeding together. You are together allowed to head. skip around and skim and yes. I, I don't care. Just Rosamund, Rosamund Pike great. says, you're insane. I'm not, I don't like you anymore. Get out of here. And then he says, see that car outside? Yeah, you like me now. That one's been trailing me. <laughs> and she says, I do like you. Let's get married. And then... Uh, so real for that. Yeah, so actually, before that, that uh, Tom Cruise decides to steal a car, and he looks cool in the car. And then he steals another car after he beats up a few people, and then he uh, drives that one, and he looks even cooler in that one because it's red. And then, uh, yeah. after, after yeah. all of these events, he gets in a really cool car chase where he is chased by the cops and he's chasing um, the bad guys. And then he hops out of the car and everybody helps him because community. And then he gets on another bus. There's a lot of buses in this movie. And then he takes that bus to uh, somewhere. And then now he's being hunted by the cops so he can't go back to his wife, Rosamund Pike, and he instead calls her and she's in the room with her dad and the cops. And Tom Cruise says, one of those people is bad. And she goes, I know which one it is. It's my dad. And then she says, hey, dad, I know it's you. And then he goes, what are you talking about? And then she goes, you can't trick me. And then um, she walks out of there and then gets uh, beaten up by the cop because... Uh, it was actually the cop and it wasn't her dad. And then Tom Cruise goes on a side mission where he plays a little mini game where he shoots a target. Uh, Played mini games with Robert Duvall. (laughs) He plays plays mini games with Robert Duvall. He does. And then immediately after he shoots a target three times, Robert Duvall says, you know what? I like you. And I'm going to give you all of my secrets. And then he does. And then after that happens, he says, you know what? I like you even more. I'm going to put my life on the line and uh, shoot all these people for you. Because, you know, that's what people do. That that happens. Of course. Yes. That's what I do. It's Pittsburgh. That's what I do. Yeah. I would team I up do. with Tom Cruise personally. Crazy things happen. I would team up with Tom Pittsburgh. Cruise. Yeah. So. Uh, Crazy things happen in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> so tom cruise decides i'm gonna go oh no no they steal when the cop beat her up uh he took her to um dino land and dino land in this in, in this scenario stands for uh a, a rock like quarry random quarry macquarie yeah. it's macquarie he just shit. did it for his name so true so, so true. uh she gets taken there and spends uh a good bit of time in a room with uh warner warthog and i think that would be kind of cool but then she was like i'm tired of this and then they call tom cruise and they say hey you gotta get here in a minute and he says i'm not gonna do that and they say okay that's okay and then he shows up like eight hours later and with robert duvall and 
they do a really cool team up where Tom Cruise decides to drive a car backwards and he drives it and he's not good at driving. So he drives it into a rock and then he wrecks and then he gets out of the car and then he starts uh, uh, asking for Duvall to shoot at people and then Duvall starts shooting at people. So Duvall shoots people and then Tom Cruise runs around and starts hitting people and he's got a knife in his back pocket, but he doesn't use it. So then he (laughs) decides to uh, throw a person on the ground and take their gun and he actually takes their gun, which is cool. And then Mm -hmm. he starts shooting Mm -hmm. people as well. So now they have two people with guns and then he goes into this building, breaks into the building, and then he goes, oh, there's no one here. It's the old switcheroo, and they're at this other place. And then he gets out, and he gets in a Tonka truck, but not actually. Duval drives the Tonka truck. So he pulls up in a Tonka truck, and everybody thinks it's him. And then Tom Cruise says, nope, it's I'm over here, and then shoots everyone. And then they decide to go into the building. But before they go into the building, they send out – um, the guy that you're not supposed to like and they fist fight because uh, guns are boring and they both throw mm-hmm. their guns to the side and fist fight. And then Tom Cruise wins. And then he decides to one V one the cop uh, with his wife in her hand, in the cop's hands. And he shoots so real for that. He shoots the guy. And then, uh, Werner Warthog is sitting in a chair in the back and um, they're like, wow, I can't believe we actually did this. Uh, justice is cool. And then Warthog goes, uh, yeah, I'm going to actually not go to prison. And then Tom Cruise goes, you know what? I'm going to shoot you. And then he shoots him. And then... Uh, I'm so real for that. And then his wife says... Um, hey that wasn't that cool and he goes i think it was and then they uh then they walk away but then before the movie ends we get to see tom cruise um uh like go beat go to beats uh someone up on a bus there's another bus and that's the end of the movie and then there's the post-credit scene where nick fury shows up and says jack reacher we're we're forming a team (laughs) He says, we need, Jack we need Tom Cruise. Jack Reacher, we need Robert Duvall. We need Robert Duvall. I who, think that was longer than Jackson's mummy. I, I think it was too. Yes, it was. Hey, I tried to speed it up there at the end, though. Joey, this was your pick. Uh, yeah. After your 10-minute synopsis, I feel like I just watched the whole movie again. Um, wow. I do a good job. What was your history with Jack Reacher before this, I guess? Oh, yeah. Because I know you you said you'd seen it before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, funny enough, I think I've seen this two times before. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, I know. So uh, there, was a, there was a point in my life where me and my cousin would just watch like movies like this. Also, me and my yeah. cousin loved Tom Cruise. Still do. Um, yeah. But pretty much the biggest Tom Cruise fans there were back then so we watched jack reacher and uh then i think i watched it another time like a few years later because like we were really young when i watched it and that's the one that i really remembered and yeah then i decided to pick it because i wanted to make everyone mad you made me mad yay (laughs) it's okay it was funny mission accomplished um getting reachered yeah we we all got hashtag reached this week we did um, i seriously was waiting the whole movie for tom cruise to say something dumb like that to be like mm. 
he's at a he's at an auto parts store and he's like, "Is she working today?" And he's like, "Uh, not today." Well, uh, Tom Cruise is like, uh, "Yeah, now she uh, now I know oh, so she, works she works here. Get here. reached. So she works here. <laughs> yeah, get reached." <laughs> if he would have said "get reached" after every like little zinger, I would have cried. I would have raised my rating probably like five stars. I honestly, probably I would have. This too. would be one of the greatest movies of all time if he did that. <laughs> So good. Sadly, he did not do that. So I did not like this movie. <laughs> Boo. Um, that would have been so good. I think it was a foregone conclusion that I wasn't going to like this movie. Yeah, definitely. I, I'll i give it this. It's not the movie I expected it to be. It was... Yeah. I thought it was going to be... Um, action, action, action. Action. Yeah, and it wasn't an action movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not really. Which made the action stand out. Yes. I I don't think in a good way, but it did make it um, stick out. Um, the car chase is a, a massive sore thumb moment for me. I What? I think the car chase is the worst scene in this movie. That is That's by bad. far the best scene in this movie. <laughs> oh my god. I, I legitimately think it's one of the worst directed car chases I've ever witnessed. What? Bro, boo. The fact that Chris McCory went from this movie to helming Mission Impossible and directing good chases is insane to me. Because I legitimately hated that car chase. Bro, you just Crying don't like the inside. movie. No, I didn't that, like the movie. That car chase was, was a damn hater. Awesome. Hater. Usually car chases are just like cars driving around aimlessly but this one felt mm-hmm. so organized it felt so like like it was always going towards an event and then it pays off with what is probably one of the neatest little scenes in the movie i did like uh, the end of the, the chase okay. that was a cool little moment that was so cool i'm amazed um, that you didn't like that car chase that is i that is my favorite part of the movie it's there's it's not even close. i i didn't mind like the way it was structured or like the way the i mean like it was like yeah he's chasing someone and the cops are chasing him that's a cool idea yeah um there was something in the execution of the chase that was really just like just kind of grating to me like i I just felt like it was badly put together um i wrote down i i remember writing down that the sound specifically was just like really getting under my skin that was it just Every cut in it felt like kind of a punch in the car chase because all of the sound would kind of shift around and it was something about it just really got under my skin. I could not stand it. And that was the only scene that had that kind of sound work. So it really stuck out to me. Um, That's interesting. Because I'll kind of jump to this. The final shootout worked for me because it felt really well edited that's crazy that the final yeah. shootout where it's like goofy like it's mono mono stuff as it's well it's dumb i don't yeah. care that it's dumb i have established in this episode that mm. i don't care that movies can be dumb i love dial destiny yeah he's a big balls lumen fan shut the yeah, fuck balls up lumen. what a guy what a guy i i don't know like it just it moments of this worked for me and then like stuff like the car chase just stuck out and the 
the shootout at the end stuck out in the other way. I actually liked it. Which is weird for me to like a shootout scene, which are usually really boring, but yeah, this works. Okay, wait. So I said that the the car chase scene is probably my favorite, or is guaranteed my favorite, but it it may not be because there's another scene in here that is just actually like really good, and y'all may not think it is. I have one that I hope you're gonna say. It's the scene where um, Tom Cruise's wife. Uh, Mrs. Pike details so real for that. Yeah. Shut up. Det- <laughs> details um, the victims and like what they were going through that day. Yeah, that was a cool that scene. scene. That is Fox, a great so scene. Good. Yeah, yeah. Like start to finish, amazing. it flows in this like upward kind of curve, and then it just actually hits you with emotion at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, I did not remember this having actual emotion in it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not why I picked the movie. <laughs> It's a really great scene. Yeah. That, yeah, and that then, was like the only scene that actually felt like it was like from a really good director. Like that felt yeah. like this is Chris McQuarrie showing what he can yeah. do. No, the rest of the there, movie didn't feel like that to I me, like, but that scene did. I like the scene with um, Richard telling about Barr's backstory. Near the oh yeah, that was also... I, I think it I had really that like same that kind scene. of flavor to it. Yeah, it was kind yeah, of doing I mean, that same flashback style to it yeah it was interesting yeah. also i really liked the um introduction scene simply like the first opening yes the opening simply because it just throws you in with this horrific event it's mm-hmm. like no we're not we're not really joking around in this movie we're throwing you into a serial killer killing just random people yeah for a and movie that, throwing you in and saying you're not going to joke around very much, it has a lot of jokes. It does. Another issue that I have with the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it made it better. I thought it made it dumber. Again, not a I bad thing in general. But I. So with the opening, I thought the opening was really good. And then because I liked it because there's no dialogue for the first five minutes of this movie, I thought mm-hmm. that was a really good choice. And then I'm just like, okay, this is interesting. This is just really, really solid. And I was like, okay, I think I might end up liking this movie. And then the first line of dialogue is spoken. And God, this script is bad. I thought this script was actively terrible. I didn't think it was actively terrible, but I thought that it was like, you could have definitely done better. It's, I can feel every ounce of this book is popular so we have to take lines from the book so that fans of the book will like it and i i mean like i wrote down a couple lines and then i just kind of got sick of writing down lines um but the the main one that i have been thinking about since i watched the movie Mm -hmm. um toward the end of the movie i think this kind of sums up the whole movie for me in terms of script issues tom cruise is like trying to threaten someone and he says i was born in october when i get to my birthday i'm gonna pull the trigger no i like that that's so I fire yes that is oh so fire no do- just- i wrote that one down in the one, opposite way two yeah it's so terrible it's a horrible no, it's, one. like it's even if so you like good. it i think it's you have to admit that it's bad 
Yeah, there is. This is there where I wrote it down. Of, yeah. Um, that's like my third favorite. Re- uh, you've been reached moments. Yeah, I mean, um, like, it's a, it's dumb. Do you want me to tell you my other two? You I would me, love to hear my it. second and third. Yeah. My second favorite you've been reached moment <laughs> is when the dude um, goes uh, in the bar. He goes, you think? And Tom Cruise responds, all yes. the time, you should try it. Yes. <laughs> so lame. No, I though. love that. Oh, my god! Those are the best moments gives- in this movie. <laughs> But that's what gives so this movie lame. a little flavor. Yeah. And then my favorite you've been reached moment is actually, I can't tell if it's stupid and badass or both or none. Yeah. It's when he says uh, to uh, to Captain Boomerang, he says, I mean to beat you to death and drink your blood from a boot. That was, yeah, no, he... That was bad. I didn't that like that. Was I didn't horrible. like that read. You yeah. didn't like it. No, that's my favorite. Look, you've been reached. Here's moment. my thing. I love the, the 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 you've been reached moments in theory. Yeah, they they clash with the tone of this movie so much that when well, it's goofy, it's really fun. But I don't think this story is the right one for that. I want a story that's not about a serial killer. Yeah. To have, like, that's where I'm like, okay, yeah, we can have him be goofy and fun. A Mission Impossible plot with these jokes would be great. Um, I think that the ones that were like, I was born in October, those lines yeah. are good. They work because it's Tom Cruise. The ones that don't work are the, I'm going to beat you to death and drink your blood from a boot. Because Tom Cruise <laughs> is not intimidating. No, he's not. He's goofy. Unless, unless he's actively <laughs> beating so the shit funny. out of someone, he's not intimidating. So, bro, but Jack Reacher's like six four. I know Jack Reacher. That's what I was Jack gonna say. Reacher. If they had, <laughs> if they had like the Jack Reacher that plays him in uh, like the show, uh-huh. saying I'm gonna drink your blood from a boot, I would be like, oh shit, this guy is gonna drink my blood from a boot. Yeah, because that guy's not five seven. Yeah, but hey, <laughs> with Tom yeah. Cruise, it's literally like if I was saying the lines. Yeah. Do you want me to say it right now? And then y'all say uh, it right now. Y'all react to it. Yeah. I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. And then I'm going to drink your blood from a boot. Are y'all intimidated? That was kind of yeah, cute, just, honestly. Aw, thank you. Yeah, I just like... looked up who plays him in the TV show, and it's Alan Richson. And uh-huh. he absolutely would have crushed that line. Yeah, that's Wait, what I'm saying. That? He's I, huge. I don't know that name. Just go look up a picture of him. He would have oh, crushed God. that line. Yeah. Oh, God. Completely he looks different. looks like yossified Will Poulter. He's what? in the great... He's in the world-renowned TV show, uh, Titans. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Can we please so get back to the Moving Tom on. Cruise moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving Titans, on. Uh. <laughs> um... Werner Herzog. What? Uh, that's that's not his name. Sorry, uh, Warner Warner War. Um, War yeah, there you go. <laughs> I he kind of jump scared me in this movie because I like I feel like I blinked and missed his credit in the opening credits because I was like, oh I'm shit, so David Oyelowo. Oh shit, Richard Jenkins. Oh shit, Rosamund Pike. I'm just like, well, oh what shit, the fuck? Jai Courtney. Yeah, oh yeah. shit, Jack Captain Boomerang. <laughs> and then I'm just like, I missed Werner Herzog, so then dude, 
<laughs> like it's just like oh there's this dark alley villain scene and i'm just like okay what's gonna happen and then Werner herzog shows up and i'm like what yeah the fuck and then he it's starts so talking scary. about eating his fingers and i'm yeah, like that was so far what is going on it is one of the most entertaining scenes in this movie yeah again i don't think it's good but it's entertaining Ooh. um mm. Werner Herzog talking about eating his fingers feels weirdly normal to me. Like, that's just something that guy would do. Yeah. Werner Herzog's a little weirdo. I love him. He makes great movies. Can't can't believe he ate off eight of his fingers to prepare for this movie. Yeah. Yeah, That's actually crazy. Yeah. (laughs) He did do that. This is like his one acting credit. Not actually, (laughs) but like kind of. And he ate his fingers for it. Yeah. So true. He's so real for that. <laughs> he ate his fingers for the Jack Reacher movie. For Jack Reacher. God. <laughs> the things Chris McCoy can get out playing. of an actor. Yes. Um oh yeah. One of the one of the notes that I have is shirtless Tom Cruise. So uh, we got another one. He's it. Yep. Yeah. When he's shirtless, twice. he absolutely cruised <laughs> Roseman Pike. <laughs> Oh my god, that was awful, Jackson. He did though. I okay, that's one thing I don't like that much about this movie is like all of the like all of the Tom Cruise walks like up to uh his wife, uh Mrs. Pike. Can you stop calling? He's so real for that. Literally so real for that. And he like he gets close enough to her to kiss her, and then she goes, I'm not kissing you, and he goes, I'm giving you my phone number. And then she goes, oh my goodness, he's so hot. And it's just like, what is it's going on? she got cruised. Bro. She did get cruised. She got reached. Um, and No, she get, she didn't get reached. She got cruised. She got cruised. She got cruised. That okay. wasn't I guess there's a difference. It, what, it wasn't in the script. He just actually did that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> this is a documentary about Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> Is Tom good in this movie? Like, I don't know. He's Tom Cruise. He He's Tom Cruise. He sells the terrible script to the best yeah. of his ability. Do you but... remember... Do you remember when I introduced this movie and I said, this is not a movie that Tom Cruise should have done, but mm-hmm. it's such a Tom Cruise movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's because he shouldn't have played Jack Reacher. Yeah. But... He played him, and I think he did pretty okay, just he's because fine. he does okay and everything. Yeah, well. like he's yeah. not Ethan Hunt in this movie. I didn't expect yeah. him to be Ethan Hunt, mm-hmm. but I mean, he's not whatever main protagonist from The Mummy's name is. Like, he's not that bad. Um, what is his name? I don't remember. Yeah, it's, it's like Randy or something. No, it's not a fitting name. It would No, I mean... Yeah, neither is Jack. Jonathan. Neither is Jack. He doesn't look like a Jack. He doesn't yeah, he look like, like a Ethan. He, he look... looks like a Reacher. There's they a address that in the movie. There's a point where he calls himself Jimmy, and they say, you don't look like a Jimmy, and you I don't wrote look it down, like... because we talked yeah. about that last week. Um, yeah. Um, I think I'm out of stuff to say about this movie. I like... I've got I a don't few have much. Things. Go ahead. It's Nick. It's Nick. 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 Yeah. 
Um, I have already forgotten the entire mummy, I guess, from last week. <laughs> yeah. Probably better. Maybe you'll lower your score from a two. <laughs> no, it's a two-star movie. If I watch it again, I'd still give it a two-star. So the, the mummy is significantly worse than Jack Reacher. Yes. I'm not going to say that. Josh is letting his hatred for action movies ruin his perception. The mummy's an action this movie. Mummy is more of an action movie than this. Josh is letting his hatred of good movies <laughs> ruin his perception. Um okay, so back to the movie. <laughs> Can we at least agree, well, everybody but Josh, because Josh has kind of already said that he doesn't agree with this, but Jackson, can me and you agree that Macquarie and Tom Cruise work so well in this movie? Like, I think so. They've always had that like tight little pairing. Mm -hmm. Josh? As bad as the writing is. Yeah. Yeah. Did he write this word? Crew. I don't know. Jesus Christ, he did. Hmm. They work well as director and actor. Yes. Sure. I can somewhat get behind that. Okay. Awesome. It gets so much better uh, in Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah. It does. Yeah. But that's obvious. Um, yeah. And we get to see that on the next episode. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Um, so the uh, the one where he gets out of the... The scene where he gets out of the car, like as it's still moving... And then walks over to the thing. That scene is so cool. He walks over there and mm-hmm. stands in the crowd. And then the guy beside him watches the cops like flood in, takes off his hat and then gives it to him. That scene is mm-hmm. so awesome. And then he just gets on the bus. And then like, I don't know, the, the, the shot where like Tom Cruise is right in front of him is kind of cool. But it's also like, I would have seen him. There's no way. But Nah, you would have been reached. I would have been reached. Golly. Oh, this is this is one of my most important notes. Rosamund Pike deserve. Oh, sorry. Uh, Tom Cruise's wife deserves that. He's so F-bomb. real for that. She deserves that F bomb. Because she got is the this one fuck PG thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. This is. It, what? You know, it rode that yeah. line with the subject material. Yes, it did. I mean, I assume just because the opening scene is a gunman killing five innocent people that it would get an mm-hmm. instant R rating. Well, I did not know like this was PG-13. It's the second one we've watched now that rides that line real hard. Yep. Yeah. It's with Chicago. Chicago that did was, too. Ooh. Right there. Saying Jack Reacher and Chicago in the same sentence should be illegal, but... That's Jack on. Reacher and Chicago are two movies that exist. They yes. are. They're definitely two of them. Two is of good. One of them is great. Mm-hmm. And it's Chicago. True. And one of them is good. And one of them is good. Um, all right. I guess, uh, are we doing, are we moving into final thoughts? Yeah, we can move into final thoughts. Um, all right. I do not want to start it off. You want me to start it off? I, yeah, it yeah you can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I wrote down shirtless Tom Cruise twice. Um, I don't know if it was actually in two different scenes. I think I just got excited. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I wrote down Jai Courtney, LOL, three separate times. Um, 
I love Captain Boomerang. It's so dumb. So glad to see yeah. him die a horrible death. Did he die? Did he kill him? I think he died. Yeah. Good. So Unless glad he shows to see up in the sequel that I death. think there's no. a sequel to this movie. There is. He got curb yeah. stomped. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, that was him. Yeah. Um, so glad to see him die a horrible death. Uh, in the bar fight, he hits, th- I think, three separate guys in the nuts. Yes. And it's just yeah, really does. funny to me. It's, it's really so funny. You don't see people hit each other in the nuts in fights in movies very often. No. You yeah. don't see it three times in the same fight ever. I feel, I feel like that's one thing that you get from Tom Cruise's um, portrayal of the great Jack Reacher um instead of just like overpowering everybody he kind of has to figure out different ways that he like as a shorter person can just yeah outsmart him because he can't and he reach just... and punch their face so he has to <laughs> kick him reach. in the nuts he can't reach reach, reach. reach. <laughs> <laughs> um i thought the tagline to this movie was funny uh, the law has Get limits. Jack. He yes. does not. It's so yes. bad. Oh it's my gosh. So bad. Um, shot on location in Pittsburgh. I literally like. I, I that's kind of cool. Um, but also mm-hmm. there was a point where it was like really a really ugly cityscape, and I was like, "This looks hey. like Pittsburgh." <laughs> and then yeah. I looked it up, and it was shot on location in Pittsburgh. I thought it was yeah. funny um crazy things happen in pittsburgh yeah people um, getting reached <laughs> there, there's a scene where two guys like come and beat him up in a bathroom with a bat and a crowbar uh yeah that felt like a slapstick comedy scene yes it did it's because it was yeah it's I, didn't, the, the... I didn't know what that scene was it's because they're the two worst hitmen ever in the world. Yeah, they're but not really like professional hitmen. Does I don't think. this movie yeah. need that? Like, I didn't. Yes, it I felt it was okay. so out of nowhere to me, and I was like, I, I didn't know what to do with that scene. Um, waiting like for Tom movie. to say, "You just got reached." Um, <sighs> Tom sitting in a car looking at David Oyelowo, and David Oyelowo looking back very intimately is incredibly hot um josh when josh doesn't like movies i feel like he just creates his own fanfic to make yes. it through <laughs> yeah that's what happens i mean i have that's to because so there was no no there was nothing there it's just yeah. tom is hot and david O'Yellow was there. hot so yeah um that being said i think tom's hair in this is a travesty um i i need him to permanently have mission impossible 2 hair his yeah, hair in Mission yeah. Impossible 2 is insane, and I miss it. Uh, I've never seen his hair look better than that. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, I didn't like this. I'm I'm going to give it two and a half stars. It's not great. Yes. It's, it's a little better, better than, than I mummy. feel like I've been hinting at, because it's kind of fun. Better than the mummy. It is It is better than the mummy. It's not, it's not as good. No, it's not as bad as thank you um yeah two and a half uh i'm glad we get some healing next week i think we're gonna need it (laughs) Mm -hmm. a good macquarie film possibly um a two and a half is the highest i felt like you were gonna give it but i was so happy to hear you say that because i was like when you were like i'm about to say my pick 
like you, like I could tell you're about mm. to say it. I was like, he's about to give this a one and a half, and I'm gonna just like <laughs> get him no, to leave. No, 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 no. It's like I didn't this hate is myself not watching it. That. Yeah. All right, I guess I can go next now. No, Jackson, you got it. <laughs> okay, I'm actually prepared this time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, those were some nice looking cars. Um, yeah, cars are cool. <laughs> three stars and a heart. That's all. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, Jackson, there's no way you just said you were prepared. I'm really prepared. <laughs> cars are cool. <laughs> he said one thing. He said Bro what? sat and looked that at his it. notes and goes, cars are cool. <laughs> that was my final thoughts. Oh my God. Wait, so you gave it three and a heart? Three and a heart. Let's go. I got hearts. <laughs> this is awesome. I um, love all the moments where he just reaches people. Yeah. He d- Jackson, he does, I was so fucking ready for you to give this four stars. <laughs> I oh, legitimately no. thought you were. No. The highest Jackson was going to give this about, was three and a half. If you had given it a two, I was going to give it a three and a half. Fucking yeah. hells. Don't spite me with these ratings. <laughs> Jackson, the you're past lucky. two weeks you're has lucky. been on that. <laughs> We shouldn't let Jackson go first. We have to make Jackson go first every single time. From now to get his on. actual, no. yeah, no. to get his actual. Is this rating. my punishment for saying cars cool three star heart? <laughs> yeah, this is your punishment for picking the mummy. Oh. All right, Joey, go ahead. Okay, so I don't really have much to say. I mean, it's a, uh, it's an okay movie. It was a good watch when I was younger, and all I cared about was like the action. All I cared about was the Tom Cruise of it. I didn't care that Jack Reacher didn't fit Tom Cruise at all. Um, I like how McQuarrie and Tom Cruise work together. I I enjoy that aspect of it. I really enjoy some of the action scenes. Um, I will say that the slapstick one um, also kind of caught me off guard thinking back on it because when he got kicked down the stairs, I was like, this feels goofy as hell. <laughs> and then I was yep. like, eh. It was it was just a scene. I think there's a point where the guy with the bat like winds up to hit him, and he hits the guy behind him in the yeah. face. He does. And that's when like, he falls down the stairs. What the fuck yeah. is this? Yeah. Um, right, keep going. <laughs> but yeah, car's cool as well. I got to mention that's that. Cool. Uh, Tom Cruise mm-hmm. was indeed shirtless, and he did run at one point. Yes, yeah. but it wasn't like a. Run. It wasn't. It wasn't a was full a on Tom Cruise run. Yeah. It's not it's like, like a four out of ten run. Yeah, honestly. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I think the cast uh being as like heavy hitter as it was was kind of sad. I'm not even gonna lie. They're all because... wasted. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, except for Tom Cruise. You know. Well, Tom Cruise and then you know And Werner Herzog. Say it, say it, Joey. Oh, Mr. Warthog. No. Yeah. Tom Cruise's wife. Wife. Yeah. Yeah. He's so he's so real yeah. for that. He's so real for that. Can you stop saying that? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that Tom Cruise method acted and got his real wife in here as well. That's crazy. He's so real for that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the pacing is kind of a nightmare at some points because it'll yeah. just like drag and then it'll be like and now big action 
and then mm-hmm. it'll drag and then it's just like you gotta you gotta pick a, a tone here but overall i kind of have the same thoughts on it as i did when i watched it the second time i guess not when i was really young but when i was you know kind of young and i will also be giving this a three star without a heart though no i'm sorry no i'm sorry this this movie honestly just doesn't deserve a heart from me i'm glad that it got yours though it's okay it's okay i think it's funny i agree with the pacing (laughs) yeah yeah all right um we do not have any emails this week um if you want to email in uh email us at filmexplorerspod at gmail.com um tag your reviews on letterboxd if you watch with us um tag them film Mm -hmm. explorers uh tag them film explorers pod all one word um i'm gonna i'll start searching for those um yeah, so we'll read them on the show if you if you tag them. Um, if you see me like your review, that's probably a pretty good sign that we'll be reading them on the show. But um, yeah, uh, next week is Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Uh, excited about that! A good Christopher McQuarrie film. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming that my reaction to saying, yet, but whatever, that. it's gonna be good. <laughs> i've been sending them this shitty live uh, like shitty jack reacher meme that i made because it's just because i know it's gonna make them laugh it's terrible maybe i'll post it on the it instagram the... it's horrid Please. Um, you have to it's so good yeah it's dumb but um I, <laughs> it's been making I, jackson you, laugh for days you should definitely make that the um, the little. I'm not making cut. it the episode art. I'm Why? sorry. Please make it the episode art. Yeah, so no. funny. Um, make it the awful poster. No, it's the, no the, the poster, poster for this movie is awful. awful. <laughs> yes, terrible. Oh my terrible gosh. It's, it's so times crazy. like these that I wish that I had the patron membership on Letterboxd so I could just change that fucking poster. Yeah. <laughs> It's it, so bad. It's so weird too because there's like an American flag in the background. You think it's gonna be all patriotic, and then it's really that's, not. That's it's why not I thought it was gonna yeah. be just like a horrible, horrible movie. Like I saw the poster, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is gonna be terrible. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was fine. Um yeah, so next week is Mission Impossible. I'm gonna announce my pick for the next week. Um, because we are about to go on like a a hiatus from recording for a bit um but uh because jackson's going on vacation for a, a while but we're going to record yeah. everything early so you guys are not going to notice a thing other than mm-hmm. our episodes are going to get shorter for a bit but um i'll go ahead and announce my pick for tom cruise month um oh, i really felt like i had to pick up the slack here you definitely um, do you better oh, be picking no. up this slack it? I had to. Um, I. I'm writing I've down what said I think that this I've been, is. I said that I've been locked in for a while, and then I pivoted, um, because the one that Gosh. I wanted wasn't available on streaming, and then I pivoted to something else that was just kind of too long. Um, so we're here. Uh, I picked a movie that I have seen. Uh, I don't think you guys have seen this. 
I don't think I know oh, Jackson gosh. hasn't. I don't see it on Joey's watch list, but I don't think he's seen it. Um, uh oh, you might have. I know we've talked about this movie, but um, I really like this movie. So we will see. Oh no! Oh no! I think I've seen it. I think I've seen it. You think you have? Okay. Uh, I, I think it's what I have written down right here. Next oh, week. Gosh. Not next week. Sorry. In two weeks, uh, we will be watching <laughs> Tom Cruise, my boy Paul Newman, from one of the best directors ever, Martin Scorsese. We're watching The Color of Money. What? Bro. This As of right a, now, streaming on Tubi, if you want to watch That is it. a baller pick. W. That is not what I thought you were going to pick. <laughs> that is not what I thought you were going to pick. Yep. Oh my gosh. I, I thought you were going to pick Eyes Wide Shut. The color of we're saving Eyes Wide Shut. We talked about this, bud. Oh. Eyes Wide Shut is my favorite Christmas movie for everyone wondering. It will be saved for Christmas. Great. On that, see, uh, anything uh, else? Anything else? Final thoughts? Oh, I've, I've uh, got one. Follow us on Instagram thing. at Film Explorers Pod. Go. Yeah. See you um, next week. You've been reached. <laughs> pay your check first. I'll pay later. You won't be able to. You think? All the time. You should try it. It's a great joke, but I'm going to beat your ass. Do you want to do that here or outside? Outside. Stay here, Sandy. I don't mind the sight of blood. When it means you're not pregnant, anyway. now creep shut your mouth sandy no one is talking to you it's your last chance to walk away are you kidding it's five against one it's three against one how do you figure once i take out the leader which is you i'll have to contend with one or two enthusiastic wingmen Last two guys, they always run. Well, you, uh, you done this before? It's getting late. Remember, you wanted this. It's okay. You're okay. Get up. Oh!